Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bravo by Gaze. I'm your host, Larry, of course. Happy Friday. We made it through another week. I uh, am just like filled with so much jo- joy that we have Vanderpump Rules is back. Like so much happened this week and uh, I cannot wait to talk to you guys about it. I have the perfect person here with me today to discuss it. You guys may know her from TikTok. She is our flow chart queen She's also big on Instagram. I have Abby Bonadies with us. So let's just get right into it. Welcome, Abby. All right, Abby, thank you so much for joining. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to talk. I feel like there's so much we have to talk about. So much. I well, cannot wait. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much, guys. You guys probably don't know the backstory. I met Abby at BravoCon. We like just happened to sit next to each other at the Bravos. Yes. And had the best time. The best time. I mean, it's hard to have a bad time at the Bravos and Vegas, but us being there together made it better. Literally, it was amazing. You were with your husband. You guys are hilarious. I loved meeting you guys. So I'm so happy that you are here and we can chat about everything. There's so much to talk about from Vanderpump Rules to how drunk Erica got, er, how drunk Erica <laughs> Jane got last night on, Bev- on Beverly Hills. Some hot topics. We're going to cover a bunch of stuff for you guys. So let's just start. Let's do it. Actually, before we get into Vanderpump Rules and Beverly Hills, I want to know how you kind of got into the social media game because you totally. are blowing up on tiktok you guys probably know her from like her flow charts that you see on there so how did you like get into all of this for sure um i basically have always been on social media i feel like with our generation it's like it was just part of us growing up like start with tumblr facebook all the things and twitter eventually and then Instagram, like I had it on my first iPod touch, like before oh I even had an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just been such a part of my life. Like even in college, I was, you know, writing for like a blog and doing like fashion shoots and like pretending I was an influencer, even though there was no one to influence at the moment <laughs> other than my like roommates. Um, and then I also grew up as a dancer. So when TikTok started swirling around, people were like, it's a fun dance app. I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so that was like 2019. And I just did it kind of like for fun. And then as everyone else did, spent a lot of time on it during the pandemic. Um, and then just kind of spiraled from there. But it's almost been a year since my first flow chart, which is kind of crazy because I've been doing social media and TikTok for a while. Yeah. But there was just that one night where someone asked me to flow out how Avril Lavigne and Tyga dating was insane and I did and it blew up and I just kept it going from there and I've always been a huge reality TV fan pop culture obviously 
Um, So that's really how it all spiraled. And I just am obsessed with talking about it. So that's really where it all started. Yeah. And like now you get to do it like all do you get to do this like pretty much like full time or do you just do it like as a hobby? Yeah, it's it's kind of a side hustle, um, hopefully full time soon. Um, But yeah, more to come. You'll get there. I love love watching your videos and you're like, let's flow. (laughs) It's not like, okay, girl, I'm down. Let's go. Let's flow. I'm ready to see it. (laughs) I love (laughs) it. That's amazing. this combo. (laughs) That's amazing. No, I love it. So like, congratulations to you on all that because you you. literally are blowing up over there. Um, All right. So let's get into the highlight of the week. Vanderpump Rules season 11 premiere. Obviously, you watched it. What were your initial thoughts overall with the episode? And then we'll kind of get into like little things that happened throughout it. Totally. Um, I watched it twice because that's what we do. We have to. (laughs) um, My initial overall thoughts is it's certainly like very produced. There was a lot of like HD slow-mo, like major like Kardashians going to Hulu kind of energy. And I thought that was, I mean, I guess expected basically because it became like the biggest show yeah. ever in the last year. Especially they got that like, like Emmy, they got like that Emmy nominated production money. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, it's it, it's showing. Um, so that was my first like initial reaction. I also loved how the intro was like redone and quick and not too many random people. Like it was like, yeah. we are getting into it. These are the people we're focusing on. Yeah. So I overall felt good about it and i'm still intrigued to hear a lot more yeah i'm i agree i think like the you can definitely see that like the production value got elevated it's almost like it's 5d i like all right you know what literally i mean mean? like it is insane i'm like looking at this i'm like i feel like i'm standing in front of them like this is so (laughs) weird but overall i thought they did a really good job with it i was obsessed with like the flashbacks that they did and like the montages that they did like so good the entire episode i thought it was amazing like the production i agree like good especially for people like us who have watched it like basically from the beginning we don't have like as much of that immediate recollection as the people who binged it all this year right so the flashbacks were like oh my goodness i completely forgot about that what a time it felt so good i also like loved the new intro i uh, love i i know a lot of people are like oh my god like i can't believe like we have to like relive stuff that we already know but it's almost like you have to take yourself out of like knowing what's gonna happen and just kind of watch it for like what the show is because so many people are like oh my god james is saying he wants a dog we already know that he gets graham back like obviously but there's like a story to tell so you kind of just gotta like roll with it you know what i mean and that's like that's the point of the show. Like we know what's going to happen, but we want to see it happen. Literally. You just got to watch it all unfold. I will say justice for summer moon. (laughs) What a beef. Like I was maybe most unexpected moment of the episode. (laughs) Literally. I was like this poor, amazing child. All her mom just threw her into this Instagram drama. She is also like the cutest little kid. Like Insane. every time Sheena posts her, I'm like, she looks like an American girl doll. Like she is adorable. It and She is a child model. Like I can like just is. look at her. I'm like, she is the cutest baby I think I've ever seen. Ever. Um, yeah. All of their babies are beyond. Like when they post the pictures of like summer ocean and Hartford, I'm like, oh my God. But yeah. yeah I love the that they all get the great. kids together. Like it's just so cute. 
It's so cute. But like, I kind of like the beef is hilarious to think about, but it's like, Sheena, obviously he blocked Summer Moon because you're running the Instagram. She's right. free. <laughs> right. Like she literally, and this, I think I forgot who posted it. I don't know who it was, but it was like, when you block one account, it comes up like block all accounts like associated with this or whatever. So it had to have been something oh, that like makes that. Sense. I can't picture, I mean, I can picture Tom Sandoval typing in Summer Moon's name and like blocking her. But exactly. Yeah. He went and blocked anyone like associated with her. Like she's like, he blocked shenanigans, everything. Like it was just <laughs> it was <laughs> too it was too much. But I literally was I loved like in the beginning where they were like Summer Moon, like they were working on her, like spelling her name. It was the cutest oh. moment. But O O N, she was so cute. I can't, I can't get over it. Love I literally it. like the fact that like it, we get to watch them like now, like raise the kids, and like obviously with like the valley coming up, we're gonna see like Jackson, yeah. Brittany, like raise. Um, what's their son's name? Baby Couchy, uh, Cruz, Cruz. Yes, I think we're gonna see. Yeah. <laughs> Cruz Couchy, yes. We're going to see them yes, like Cruz raise Couchy. Cruz Couchy. Amazing like, it's just, name. it's cool to see. We unfortunately won't get to see Ocean, which I want to touch on with I you know. in a little bit in the moment that Lala yeah. had with her mom. Um, but I want to get your thoughts in the beginning of the episode. Katie goes over to Ariana's house and they are just talking about how Tom doesn't want to move out of the house and like they're having this issue with like their living situation it's obviously like been all over like the press like the lawsuit or whatever is going on right what are your thoughts on the living situation and what do you think they need to do in order to like get this rectified like because i have my own opinions i really feel like they both just need to get the fuck out and start 100 percent. but i want to know what your thoughts are on it I agree. I If it's not, they both leave. I think that Ariana should give him the house and move on and be like, take it. Like, you can have the bad energy. You can have all of the drama, like, with the house and the bad memories of Raquel in the pool and all of that that ruined our lives. Like, right. I'm going to run and go. And, like, I heard he said on um the Vile Files that he offered Ariana, like, a $3 million. And, like, I don't really know exactly how all the mortgages and everything were split or whatnot but like take it and go get out of there get like a new oasis for yourself with all of your like dancing with the stars and chicago money money like run with it (laughs) no i completely agree i completely agree and there was a moment where she was like oh like i don't want to be the one that like why should i be the one that has that has to move but like girl like you don't want to be there either so like where's like when are you guys going to figure this out i feel like it's just going to keep getting messier and then you spend all of and i don't know how mortgages or like any of that work either i don't own a home so i have no (laughs) idea especially a two three million dollar home so like i feel like there's more going on there but um for sure why would you like, I don't know. Like, why wouldn't you just want to take the money and run? Like, I I don't. It I just agree. it makes no sense to me. You're going to spend more money in legal fees than you are going to like going to make a profit off of what you're going to get back. At least I think. I don't know. I think so. And it's just so, like, to me, painful. Like, watching them go in that house with that huge portrait of the two of them from the cocktail book. Oh, like, my God. I'd be like, get me out of here. I don't know how no one has ripped that off the wall. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Like, the fact that they literally live in separate bedrooms and, like, they're both just living in, like, squalor. (laughs) I'm like, what is going on? It's insane. I think that portrait needs to go to the clubhouse. 
It really does. It really <laughs> need, it needs to go somewhere outside of Valley Village. Like it needs Agreed. to leave the state of California. What they should uh, do okay. if they were smart would do like a million dollar listing crossover where they can sell the house and like obsessed. Come on. Like why like why not? I just I can't. I, I can't. It's, it's, the living situation drives me insane. And I know I want to talk about the Vile Files interview with you, but there was a moment yeah, yeah, in the yeah. interview where he said, like, oh, when my parents got divorced, my dad kept the house. Then when my st- mom and stepdad got divorced or whatever, whoever, like the man yeah. kept the house. And like, I'm like, okay, like, do you think you're entitled to keep this house? Like, you're an idiot. Like- he's an idiot. It's, it's literally, and he's not. And I get his point too. Like, he put a lot of effort into it. He built the gym, all that stuff. Like, if I were Ariana, I would be like, take your stupid fucking gym. I'm right. gone. <laughs> Literally. I obviously, really... it's easier said than done. I I know. I have a feeling I like, I feel, I have a feeling that's just the way it's going to kind of like land is she's just going to get like a buyout, even though that's not what she wants. Cause I feel like it's right. either going to be that or he, they're just going to drag this on for years and it's not going to be worth it to either of them. Cause I don't think he's for going sure. at this point. He's a squatter to me. <laughs> Literally a full um, squatter and she should milk him for the money and go. <laughs> Speaking of homes though, James and Allie, you get to see their home. They're living over by the airport. <laughs> oh. the, speaking of the editing from earlier, like they did James dirty. <laughs> they really did. They focused more on the airplanes in the sky and the sound of the planes landing than they did on the actual home itself. So oh. happy for them. But that was so freaking funny. I could not stop. That's that. what I was going to say. Like, all that matters is they're happy. They seem like a sweet couple. They're still together. Um, yeah. They just, I mean... At Bravo After Dark and everything, I feel like we had plenty of moments where we saw them in person, normal and in love. Yeah. And I just think that that's like so nice and like all I would hope for James now in this new phase of his life. But no, who knows? I, com- I completely <laughs> agree. James is actually he's coming. I live in Buffalo. And so he's coming to Buffalo in a couple of weeks. And I'm like, all I want in life is to see him like DJ the Pump Rules theme song. Like that's Same. all and, I want. Um, Sandoval's a liar. Yes, yes. <laughs> and he's coming in a couple weeks. If he does not play that, I'm li- I'm gonna riot. I'm gonna you have like, to go. And you I'm have literally to gonna rush. Back. I'm literally gonna rush the DJ booth because that's the only thing I want to <laughs> hear. Like the slow mo music going into like the intro of Lisa Vanderpump Chills. talking. Like set, like list. I'll play it on repeat all day long. That's so but good. I am happy for them. It looks like a cute little yeah. first starter home. They have a pool. He can have all the pool parties he wants that he wasn't invited to. In past seasons, so <laughs> yep. good for them. Good for them. Um, I do want to talk to you a little bit because we were talking about the kids um, yeah. being on the show and like getting to see them grow up. There's obviously a moment with Lala and her mom where they're talking about like yeah. everything going on and how her mom moved to LA to help her raise Ocean. Her brother also moved there as well, yeah. and uh, she can't show Ocean on the show because of Randall. Did you hear? I think he did an interview recently, or she did an interview recently where he is going to, he's trying to start his own reality show. And he now wants Lala to sign over rights to have Ocean on that show. But he will not let Ocean be on Vanderpump Rules. Like, him and Sandoval are two peas in a pod. Like, talk about not taking notes on the situation. (laughs) It, like, it just, like, you're so hypocritical beyond and it makes me hate him even more than i already do well he's he is bad news and i just think that that's like it either has to be both or neither literally 
He's just like such a scumbag. I can't. But he I really do. Is. I love. I love. It almost makes me like the fact that like Lala does. We don't only have to see her parenting. Where we all like. Obviously, if you listen to her podcast, and I know right. she's on a social media break right now. She talks so much about Ocean, so it's almost like her presence is there. But we totally, and we obviously know that like she has a daughter, or whatever. But we still get to see her like with her friends. So she kind of gets that break. But I feel like she would think it would be cool for her to have her daughter around like these people and like their friends. Totally. So I just kind of wish like maybe something would happen. Yeah. I hope that something can change too for her. But I think that like one, I'm so like happy for her that her whole family's around. I feel like that's Same. so important and amazing. And two, that she was basically like, I don't care if she's on Vanderpump rules, but we're all like, we do. She's so right. <laughs> yeah. You may not care, but the fans care. Yeah. But and it's like, I, 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 totally I get agree. it. Like, yeah. It's I almost, it too. it's almost like kind of like a part of her life that she can kind of keep separate, but she probably knows that the people want to, the people want to see her. For sure. We'll see how uh, that nets out. I like, I can't, I like, I already want like all the episodes. Like I'm not even all the episodes. Like I just hey. want like another one. You know what I mean? Like just give me something, give me something else. I know. I wish it was like an extra long premiere. Extended version. Do a pay-per-view. Yes. I would pay $9.99 to watch two hours. Duh. Like, take my money. Uncensored on Peacock. We need something. <laughs> Literally. I do <laughs> want to point out one moment, though, where Ariana and Sheena were at the spa. And uh, there was a moment when they were done getting their massages where they were offered champagne. And Sheena was like, no, I haven't drank in three weeks. Like, almost like she... Felt like she needed to tell the person why she wasn't drinking. I don't know if you caught yeah. this, but she was apparently she's not drinking because she's on Zoloft. She's on Zoloft because of everything that happened with Scandaval. Right. And I, uh, the first thing that popped into my head, and you can disagree. I, I'm not looking for like anyone to agree with me. Is I really hope that this is not what she talks about the entire season is being on Zoloft because of, because of Scandaval. And I'm like, oh my god, it literally drove me insane. I'm like, oh. There's her story. There, that's there's it right there. Storyline adjusting to medication, which like all power to you, obviously full support. But like, yes. agreed storyline wise, it's kind of giving like how Kyle Richards won't stop talking about how she's not drinking. Exactly. Like, but we yeah. watched you guys for that, right? I just like I, I died though, and she like felt the need to tell the person it's that like, like why she isn't. She could have just said no to the champagne, right? And I guess she, maybe she's nervous that people are like, oh, my God, maybe she's trying to get pregnant, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's okay. Live your life. We're good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Go to champagne at 10 a.m. <laughs> exactly. Right. You don't owe any of us an explanation. <laughs> like... when, she, when she said, I think this is the same scene, when she was like, do you know how many people have asked me if I'm on Ozempic? It's called Scannaball. Yes. Like... Oh, yes. I remember <laughs> her saying that. I'm like, oh, I get it. She, like, I love Shishu, but she really does like she has a way of always making it about herself but it's like Agreed. endearing to me i'm like oh like i can't hate you you know what i mean like, i agree she's been here through the long run she's basically the original storyline of the whole entire show so a hundred oh, oh literally i was just listening to her podcast today <laughs> it was i think it was her episode from last week where she had alex baskin on and they were talking about how it all started with her serving the goat cheese balls and it like went through from Beverly Hills into VPR. Totally. Iconic moment. Like, that was so Iconic. amazing. And we so got good. it with Vanderpump Rules into Summer House. We're getting it with Vanderpump Rules into the Valley, which I can't wait for. Like, Same. I'm obsessed with the transition moment like that. That's such good. I love it, editing. too. And 
we can talk more about the valley, but I have thoughts on that trailer too. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone has thoughts that it was 16 seconds long. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, they really made an impact. There really isn't like much more to cover with um, Vanderpump Rules. I was one of my favorite moments, though, was when they were all going to Tom Tom to see James, and uh, yeah. they did again like another kind of like flashback montage side by side moment of like Katie and Ariana walking in like arm in arm, and yeah. uh, when they had gone to the opening as well, and they were like, "Oh my god!" Like I remember, like in that episode, they were like, "Oh, this is going to be like our central perk. We're going to be here all the time, like all this stuff." And to, like, then see, like, within, what, five years, maybe, how that has all changed. And, like, they're literally, like, Katie can't stand Tom. Tom, Ariana fucking hates Tom Sandoval. Like, to see that there was such a shift in, like, everything is wild. It is insane. It's wild. And, it like, part of it is 100% sad. But it also is so nice that, like, Katie and Ariana are doing so well. Like, that's all I would have wanted to hope. For them, like, I 100%. feel like there was a time where the Toms were getting between them two. And it was like, no, we don't want to break up a friendship, like, girl friendship forever. Yeah. And then here we are. So I feel and like it's good that they have each other. But sad. no, I completely agree. And even to what you just said, they it, they brought it up at Girls Night where Ariana had said, like, Tom Sandoval had, like, always kind of stopped me from, like, pursuing a friendship with Katie, even yeah. though, like, that's all I really wanted. So the fact that they're, like, fucking thriving right now and like they have everything going it. for them i love to see it i really do because it. it was just like they deserve it so much more than the way that they were treated when they were with these these idiots totally <laughs> and i think at girls night too i had one thought on that yeah though when lala told ariana that she messaged raquel yeah i thought ariana handled that so well literally like, she could have freaked I- out freaked out and she kind of brushed it she got like a little stink guy brushed it off and was just like glowing with confidence and joy i was like wow what a change all that right after she had told lala like no i really do like you like i I don't pretend with you and she's like well okay now that i know that i actually have something to tell you (laughs) yeah exactly what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on lala actually messaging rachel do you think that she was sincere it sincere with it or do you think that Lala, she is amazing. I I know she's amazing reality TV. Do you think she was doing it to kind of like get a story out of it? I I think it's probably a little bit of both. I do sense that like she probably did feel a little guilty about how publicly mean she was to her, like knowing what she explained and the situation she was in and whatnot. But like she knows what she's doing. The like back alley shot, the voice message so we could hear it, like the whole thing. I I think she knew it what she was doing and maybe someone suggested she do it. Right. And like, I think there had to be someone making that closure that Raquel, Rachel, whatever is not yeah. coming back. So I think they had to like close that loop somehow where like, all right, we tried. She's not going to answer. Let's move on. Yeah. I believe it was Dylan Hafer who had posted like a photo of her in the back, like of Tom, Tom, and like compared yeah. it to like an alley, the like the Sir alleyway, and like how reminiscent it was of that. Like, so true. good. Like I literally so spot on. <laughs> like, he, I like yeah, love he it. always has those moments locked in. It's so good. Literally, I like love when people can like they're so quick with it because I am not so quick. <laughs> like, so no, good. I love it. Um, I loved it. It all was all it, it was good. Amazing. I thought it was an amazing episode. There wasn't like. Yeah. 
I know people are like, oh my God, it just seems so like overly produced. Like I get what you're saying. I like, right. I don't think it's people are like, and it's not even the production value was so good. It was like almost looked like it belonged to like on what, like one of the Peacock shows because like it was right. just like that much like better. Girl than strip it, looks like Yes. A hundred percent. And I don't, they're like, oh my God, they're acting. Like, I don't think they're acting. I think it's just the way that like, maybe they're doing um, like more like walk-up scenes or we're seeing them like walk into exactly. places. Like that stuff, obviously like they're going to have to redo until they can get it right. But I don't think right, that they're like, like, the actually, like shots. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I literally just, I overall, I thought it was amazing. It was a good premiere episode for season 11. Right. What are you hoping to see as the season goes on? What are some things that you're looking for to happen on Vanderpump? I am hoping that we get a lot more of something about her. Because I need to know what's going on there. I feel like it's not even open yet. So I want to know what the drama is there. Um, and I hope that we get some actual storylines that start giving us hope of a season 12. You know, like, yes. I just want to make sure that we're moving on from Scannaval in a way that, like, we're addressing it. And this is life. And that's fine. But we're also getting, like, like how they showed Katie getting back out there dating Tom getting out there. Hopefully Lala getting back out there. Like Sheena, maybe growing her family, like all of those things. And like, I know we get in the preview for the season, Jax and Lisa Vanderpump yelling at each other again. Like we need like a little bit more stuff outside of Sandoval to make sure we have like hope of a future and maybe some more people. I completely agree because I don't want it to end at season 11. And then all of a sudden yeah. we're just ending on a scandal wrap up. You know what I mean? Like, That's that it. All, like I don't want that. I want more. I, um, I agree. I want like more, I want more story aside from scandal. I'm let me, let, let me tell you this. I tell me from that. Um, the trailer, I cannot wait to get into that. Like, love triangle thing going on with Katie, Tom Schwartz, and that girl with the purple hair. Like, <laughs> tell me more. What is that? I need to know like, all about that. Need all the details, how they meet, who kisses who first, like, how Tom and Katie find out about one another. Like, I need all of the info. And the fact that she's like, I never knew that I would, like, be in love with a divorced couple. I'm like, ma'am, who are you? And how are you already in love with them? I, in love is insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> I cannot I, wait for that. That's gonna just, be, and the Sheena and Schwartz thing. Like, is that oh, about yeah. the Sheena lookalike or is it actually Sheena? Like, we need all of that. Oh, I never even thought that it could be about Sheena 2.0. I saw that somewhere and I was like, mm, that's a really good point. And maybe something the editors would know to do to get everyone kind of hooked in. Yes. Oh, my God. That makes so much sense. That yeah. makes so much sense. There's I wish so... I could credit where I saw that, but I definitely did not think of that myself. <laughs> hey, as, as long as you're not taking credit for it, I'm sure the person doesn't mind that you talked about it. There's so We're much gossiping. I Yeah, literally. I can do this all day long. I am just like so excited that the season is finally freaking back. It is. Yeah. It looks so good. They, at the end of the episode, they t- tell you like what to expect this season coming um, on season 11. I'm mumbling my words because i'm just like so excited i have someone to talk to i'm so um but you guys don't have to wait i already posted the first seven minutes of next week's episode over on my instagram so you can go over and take a look at that so it can kind of hold you over until next week and let me tell you it is good for just being a sneak peek clip so make sure to go check that out while we are on the topic 
uh, Vanderpump yes. Rules. We need to just talk about this Nick Vile podcast. We need to. Like, <laughs> like did you? I watched. Did it you watch five? Because I could okay. not deal like with it being so long and outrun. Like I watched the whole thing because obviously. Yeah. But it was insane. I have so many thoughts. It was the fact that it was just him and Tom Schwartz in the beginning for like a good 30 minutes, it felt like. I felt like it was never-ending Nick Vile and Tom Schwartz content. It was in- and it was like, why wouldn't you just stop recording and see if he's going to come and then start over again? Up. I was like, are we still sitting here? Schwartz never has that much to say. Like, And he, I thought he did fine and gave some good updates, but I didn't need 30 minutes of it. I could have done with 10. Not at all. He felt like <laughs> uncomfortable. It got to the point where he felt like Nick was setting him up for like failure on questions. Like it was a little cringe. Not even though it, it was, was a cringe. lot cringe to watch. It yeah. was too and much. He Nick like was kind of trying to set him up, but in a way where it's like, Schwartz, get a grip. Like, you do not have to defend this guy's every move. Like, he's a grown adult. You can let him be late and say, like, that was really shitty. Literally. And it really is just, like, it blows my mind. Like, he is, he's too loyal to that man. Like, it is crazy. Like, he literally, I can guarantee you, if he was not friends with Tom Sandoval, he would probably still be married. And, like, you know what I mean? It was just, like, he, this man is like the root of so many problems in his life. And the fact that you can still stick by him. Like, I think that you are living in that dream that you guys talk about where like, you can't believe totally. that this is your real life. Like, n- no, like wake up. Like it, it blows my mind. It's kind of a mess guys. <laughs> like it was insane. So the fact that like Tom didn't like respond to any text messages, didn't Crazy. answer the phone for so long and then picked up the phone like it was nothing. Yeah, it. He's so sketchy. Like that's the best way I can describe him. And he had such a chance to have like even the slightest redemption arc, and like yeah. try to be like I'm working on myself, or even just like have some remorse. Like he just doubled down on like being an asshole. It was almost like, did you watch it on YouTube or did you just listen to it? Like on, I watched it on YouTube. Okay. So it was almost like, a, I did too. And it was, there was almost like a moment where he was like, oh, hey guys, haha, like, sorry, I'm late. Like being like cool, like just walking into like a switch flipping where he was like all like getting mad about like the whole Ariana. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, is this an act? Like, what is going on? Like, it was just a little He's- too much. He was like, and he was like so all over the place too. Like, he was very emotional and like, I know he talked about like how he didn't sleep and he's been having a tough time with his friend who passed and all that stuff, which is horrible. Yeah. But I'm like, just maybe take a breath for a second and like gather yourself right away, literally. And there weren't many topics that like I took away from this that maybe that like I haven't heard him say like in other podcasts. Sure. Like so there wasn't like anything new that he kind of div- like divulged to us. It was yeah. just, it annoyed me more than anything. I agree. It was, and it, it was annoying and it was kind of a bummer because I feel like he had a chance to at least be funny yeah. or be remorseful. And he just didn't either. And it was like, okay, <laughs> you're just still annoying. <laughs> and poor Schwartz was like, I feel like he was just so anxious about it that oh like, he, he was just like rambling. He yeah. was like, what am I doing here? Also, like, how did it get stuck? Being Tom and Tom, I know I can understand Tom Sandoval going on, 
But I've also been noticing right. Tom Schwartz is also on Tom Sandoval's podcast a lot. So I'm like, is this becoming a thing? Like, I get you're a package deal, but like, it would have been more interesting if he would have just had Tom Sandoval on. He didn't need Tom I Schwartz I think so there. too. Especially because they were both on special forces and they could have talked about like how he had just gotten back from that and like how he was feeling then and how he's feeling now. Like, I feel like they didn't like, didn't really go into that that much. And it's like, I, I would have thought that a show that crazy would have kind of like bonded you in a way, but they seemed like they didn't really like even shorts. I feel like was asking, he was like, so are you guys friends or what? <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a point where Tom Sandoval was like, you don't know me. I'm like, Oh, you guys are not cool. Like is not cool. People may have thought like, that's right. not you guys are not friends. Um, was there any like specific takeaway that you got or maybe something that you feel like you learned out of this podcast? You didn't hear her maybe saying something else. There's one thing for me. I feel like, well, what I said earlier about how much he offered Ariana for the house was probably yes. my biggest <laughs> takeaway. Yeah. But um, I didn't like the fact that he said that she hasn't paid bills in eight months. I hated that. Like what? And then. And then I don't remember if it was Nick or Schwartz, but one of them said, well, when was the last time she lived there? And he was like, mm, like five months ago, like kind of right. tiptoeing around the fact that like she's not even living there. So there's obviously some weird legalities going on. And it's like, he's just like a jerk. Like he doesn't need to air all that out. Actually, the one biggest takeaway I had, this just reminded me of that, is him saying that he hopes she moves on and doesn't bring him with her and all this stuff. It's like, buddy. She's moved on. She's already moved on. She doesn't talk about you at all. It, only when people ask. And right. she has the best one-liners. Like what she said in um, Vanity Fair where they were like about her Chicago um, performance. They said they asked her a question like, oh, since Tom wanted to be the singer, what do you think he feels oh, like yes. about you being the star? And she was like, it was always it me. It was always me. Always star. I'm like, yeah. hell Yeah. <laughs> She really does. Like, it's not like she's like ripping him down. She's really just kind of no. digging it to him, like from the side. Like, she's not mentioning him. Like, he is really totally. kind of like feeding off of it. Cause he, I feel like he, I really, he's gotten nothing out of this whole entire thing, which he really like. I mean, he doesn't deserve to get any type of success right. off of it, but I just Except didn't like that. It special forces and the mass singer. Oh my God, the mask singer. <laughs> I saw a TikTok, um, I believe it was yesterday or the day before, where he was in a bar singing karaoke, oh, but he wow. was by himself, and <laughs> he was performing to this crowd in the bar as if it was one of the Tom and the Most Extras shows, and someone recorded him and was like, are, are you that guy from Vanderpump? <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yes. I saw that. Was... And he was like in kind of like the corner. Oh, yes. So oh my God. It was so, but like, yeah. So like, I just, I can't, I can't deal with Tom and the most extras. Yes. He got the mass no. singer. He gave himself away in his promo <laughs> shot where he like was telling everyone who he could potentially be special For forces. Sure. I love how in the episode, in the beginning of the premiere, they were like, Oh, Tom's away and filming some competition <laughs> show. <New Zealand>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Oh my god! What I uh, just it, the whole thing drove me crazy. The Nick Vile same. podcast. Same, same, I, same. He should just he should just be on the Bravo payroll because he has so many Bravo people on his podcast now. It's almost and it is I can't keep crazy. up. I can't keep up listening to it. Me neither. Every, there's a new one every day. Every day, it's crazy. It's, he's working hard. <laughs> he really. I mean, hey, listen. He's he stays getting paid. So good for him. 
for sure. It's it really blows my mind. There's just always like something new with him. So I did. Was there one other thing that I wanted to talk about in regards to the vile files? No, I don't think so. I think we kind of covered all of that, but yeah, I do want to get into just like a little bit of Beverly Hills before we get into some hot topics. Perfect. Your thoughts on last night's episode to me, like it didn't really get good until to like the middle towards the end, but what were your overall thoughts about last night? Yeah. I mean, I love when they're on a trip. I do. And I am, I'm not sure how I feel about how much we're focusing on Sutton. Like I love her, but I'm like, the whole episode was basically about her and I'm like, okay, we need like a little something else. But my favorite part of the episode, like you said, it got better at the second half was Erica. She, she killed uh, it. Killed it. Hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. I'm glad that nobody really got mad at her for being that drunk. I, that's really kind of what I wanted to talk about was like that moment when they all (laughs) like got together with Sutton's friends, the beginning of the episode, it was just kind of a little bit dry for me. I'm glad that yeah. like Crystal is okay. I'm actually very glad sure. that like Anne Marie stepped in and really kind of like, put huge. her differences aside. To me, the only note that I had was I hope that this is kind of like a step forward into them like rebuilding some type of like potential friendship. Who's to say? It seems like Crystal kind of wants to go that route from what she had talked to Garcelle about like later on in the episode. Right. But that was really the only takeaway I got from that was like the two of them. Totally. I did. I lied. There was one moment where they were going shopping and they stepped up to these steps (laughs) and Dorit asked this man what his name was. And he says, Manolo. And she goes, like, Blahnik? And Kyle's like, where's our mess? The city moment. Yes. It was so good. It was. Those are our good, like. Beverly Hills moments like other like franchises can't do it like that they can't it was it like almost it was very like sex in the city reminiscent like it was very good but I do I want to talk about this paella dinner party (laughs) that they had because it really had me dying Merce in the purse Merce in the purse it was so funny so Sutton has her friend Trevor come over with all of these people, I am not even going to attempt to pronounce the word that they call them. They're just like, uh, yes, smart people, like smart, smart what like cultured. successful people. Yeah, they even look like they would be like uh, world travelers. I was totally. like, I, I was like, I kind of want to hang out with them, but I don't have nothing to talk to them about. Like, it was, it was like kind of giving White Lotus. Oh my god, a hundred percent. Yes, it really was. And let me tell you. No matter how drunk Erica Jane was last night, and we'll get into kind of some of the quirky things that she said, the <laughs> fact that she kept up with these people in conversation, like, what in the world was that? Fantastic. Like, it really does make you think that we just did not get a lot of what her life was when she was with Tom, when he was like younger and whip it. That, like, she obviously hung out with these kind of people all the time. And to her point about how, like, she just learned to ask questions. She like really, really pays attention. It's pretty amazing. And the fact that she remembers it after 17, what seemed like vodka sodas. 
literally talking about like world war in like lebanon i was like what the hell is going on here i feel like she's so underrated in that atmosphere and even garcelle was like who are you (laughs) like what is going on (laughs) their new like budding friendship i love garcelle and erica together oh my god it was hilarious i love it too and i'm happy that like it, it is good to see erica kind of like relaxed and like trying to have fun because, I mean, the For woman sure. has been through some shit. Like, Definitely. Like, she, it's nice to see her be able to, like, kind of, like, chill and, like, lay back. But it was funny that she was thrown in, like, the mix with these people who, again, she's probably been around for the past 20-something years in her marriage with right. Tom. And she was keeping up with them. It was very funny, though. There were totally. a couple More things. More than everyone else was. Literally, I don't think anyone knew you. I would have thought Dorit maybe because she comes off as kind of cultured. She had nothing to say. She, she like, was like, I'm not even going to try to fake it. On this right? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. There were a couple things that she had said, like in this conversation. One was while she was getting ready. She had said like, oh, my God, like Crystal died and came back to life. And all we did was go to lunch um, she said someone she, had said something about that they were from Brooklyn and she was like, what a dump. <laughs> she is, like she's a comedian. She's probably one of the funniest housewives, I think. And I know that's saying a lot because like we have like Karen Huger and all these other people who are so funny. But like Erica is up there for me. Literally, no, she literally, has those she like is. quick hitters. She knows what she's doing and she goes in and she gets the job done. She really with, does. She's had so many one-liners last night when Sutton starts talking about Merce and (laughs) I can't even say this with a straight face but she was like I know you love Merce but Merce was in a Ziploc bag (laughs) Like, like the fact that like back maybe it was because she had her friends there but like Sutton probably would have freaked out on Erica for like saying that, disrespecting it, and everyone just, like, laughed it off. It was honestly, like, to me, it felt like a moment where they were actually a friend group where you could say something funny like that and not start, like, a bunch of shit. Like, where people are like, yeah, we're best friends. We're going to dig at each other, and that's funny. And that's what felt like a nice, comforting friendship moment. (laughs) I completely agree, because I was like, oh, shit, Sutton's going to rip her a new one for that comment. But all Sutton said was, like, that's where you keep ashes. Kyle's yeah, mom's like, ashes are in a bathroom bag. somewhere. Like, and then they did that flashback. So good. It was so good. I did love at the end of it, like at the end of that like moment of them at the dinner, Erica just gets up and says, good night, thank you, and very much be done. <laughs> like, Hilarious. It and was a, so a bunch good. of them just kind of like stand around and watch her leave. So good. And she's stumbling. She's like, can't even walk. She's about to fall <laughs> over. I also... And then we get that good little friendship moment between her and Garcelle. Oh, oh that was cute. The, in the bedroom where she was like, leave, yeah. you got to leave. The chef's father's coming. <laughs> like, yeah, that was so cute. Which I love how instantly, like, I love how quick it was for Garcelle to switch from the cook to his dad. That was so hilarious. Funny. Garcelle's another one. She's so quick. She's so funny. Like the way that she was so just like funny. kind of like flirting with like with the dad. It was so good i just like it is it's so much fun like to see them on vacation like i just enjoy it so much when they're not fighting because granted there's so much they can fight about but like when they get along there's no 
better television to watch. Like, I agree. And honestly, I feel like that all started because the season started with their Vegas trip, which I thought overall was so fun. Like that actually put the season on the right foot of like, okay, they're going to have fun. They're going to be real friends and we're going to do like funny scenes too. Yeah. I hope that the, I, I hope the momentum stays. I don't know like yeah. what to expect. Cause I know we still are going to get into like the separation of Kyle and Mauricio. Yeah. And so like, yeah. I just hope that there are still some like lighthearted moments in there and we can keep like the momentum going. Cause it is so good. I'm yeah. like, I'm hoping that the whole thing between Crystal and Anne Marie is over Obviously, there was some, like, movement forward between Garcelle and Dorit this episode. Yeah, so, that was really big, actually. Yeah, hopefully we're on the up and up, because I just, like... Agreed. I don't want to see... they. I don't want to see any more of them fighting, because we got such a good episode out of this one, so it's just, it needs to remain fun. Agreed. Totally right. aligned. While we are on the topic of uh, Beverly Hills, guys, we're going to okay. get into just a couple quick hot topics... And I want to start off with your thoughts on Kathy Hilton showing up to the Beverly Hills reunion. I am like kind of shocked. I feel like we don't really even cover Kathy very much in this season. So I don't really know what she's there to say, but maybe she got a little jealous of Kim being in it a bit, but um, I'm literally love Kathy. I'm so happy to have her there. I, maybe it's for, support of kyle losing her friend and going through her separation like maybe that's a moment um or she just like loves to be unpredictable (laughs) right no that's my thoughts first (laughs) of all i was like super shocked that bravo even dropped that on the weekend because typically they don't so like thank you Bravo social for whatever you're doing over there we love bravo social um, they were probably nervous that Kathy would leak it herself. So they one hundred percent. And it was just like a fun surprise to see. I the only thing I can exp- think of is kind of what you said. She's there to have some yeah. type of conversation with Kyle in regards to their relationship amongst the hard time she's going through in her life. So right. there's not really anything else that like I can think of as to her Me neither. reason but to I'm her. I'm happy to have her. her there. Same. Show up, girl. Let's let's come on. Come back next Bring season. Bring her back. I'll, Literally, everything will be hunky-dory if she's back. So I'm glad we're aligned with that. While we are on the, again, Beverly Hills Housewives train, Housewife and the Hustler 2, did you see the trailer for it? I saw the trailer. I have a few thoughts. I don't think we got, like, that much more info. No. But knowing that Erica, we actually have footage of Erica literally sitting down with the victims, I am so intrigued to see how that conversation goes especially after how well she handled herself in the episode last night, like knowing she can be so eloquent and educated. Like I would hope that she can have some remorse and emotion compared to that too. So we'll see. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I'm excited to see. It's been a long time coming. People have been asking and asking and asking if she is going to sit down with the victims and you're finally getting it. So watch it on February 12th. And then give it a rest. Cause I am like literally like now that there's now that she's coming out with like this and like she's sitting down with the victims and like talking to them, they're like, oh my God, now now she's doing it. Like, I don't, you you guys can't be like, yeah, please all the time. There was like (laughs) Like, a lot of legalities around who she could talk to, what she could talk about, all of that. So, like, it's fine. And I think it'll be good. There is, um, it was a lot of footage from the first 
housewife and right. wrestler, and then just mixed in with like her sitting down with them, and then this reporter man from LA Times kind of like saying she's going to meet with them, and then there's the voice recording that the, he's going to play from Tom. I'm going to be seated. Yeah. I literally can't wait to watch it. It's going to be. I oh, think yeah. it's maybe like, like an hour. Yeah, it's February uh, Monday, February twelfth on Hulu. So make sure awesome. you guys sit and check that out. You'll see some familiar faces. Kiki Monique from the Talk of Shame is going to be on it. Love. Yes. And then um, Ceci from the Bravo Docket is going to be on it as awesome. well. So that is going to be exciting. And uh, just enjoy it for what it is, right? Because, I mean, at least we're getting her. I don't know how much she's going to be able to say because of all of the lawsuits. But at I least agree. we're seeing her kind of out there and sitting with them is like a huge step. You know what I mean? Huge step. And I feel like to your point, like hopefully this can be a little bit of a chapter close for her. So she doesn't have to keep bringing it up on the show. A hundred percent. I cannot wait. She's like, I get to keep the earrings. Uh, (laughs) I know. She's so happy about that. I'm sure. I, uh, all right. We, they talked about it on watch what happens live. There was breaking news the other day from Salt Lake city. Our girl, Lisa Barlow, got bangs. She got bangs. This is the stuff that we like to pay attention to. And And she knows it. She knows it. it. Yeah. (laughs) What are your thoughts on Lisa Barlow's bangs? Because I saw the picture and I thought it was Paige DeSorbo. (laughs) Oh, they did. I mean, huge compliment. Um, They're both stunning. I think that um, I have this like theory called Crisis Platinum, where when celebrities dye their hair platinum blonde they're going through like a crisis so like think like yes you know chris brown Katy perry justin bieber all crisis platinum Tom Scott yes crisis platinum so this to me is like a little hint of that going through like a crisis bangs where like the reunion went so crazy they're not really sure where the show's going she feels like she lost two friends and she needed like a fresh start like not like a breakup but she needed like a bang after a breakup kind of situation. <laughs> I almost wish her hairstylist would have just given her a clip on bang to see if she liked them. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I but maybe know. they are and she's messing with us. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Filming is going to start in a couple of weeks. Yes. So the fact that she is going into filming potentially with these bangs <laughs> is... I feel like going to be a moment of self-reflection in a year from now when she's at the reunion and she no longer has them. <laughs> like, totally. You know how they always do those flashbacks? Like, yes. what do you think of that confessionals look? Yes. The two people I want to hear their thoughts on Lisa's bangs are Meredith Marks, of course, and Mary Cosby. <laughs> oh, my God. Mary Cosby is going to rip her to shreds. Rip her. <laughs> I literally, I can't. And listen, my queen of Salt Lake City, Baby Gorgeous, can do no wrong. So I am no going. Problem. We love Queen. We Baby love Lisa Barlow. Bangs, no bangs. Huge. But fans. let's just be. Let's just let this be a lesson, and maybe not do bangs again. Yep. Oh, we all learn. Yeah. Live and learn. <laughs> you live and you learn. I can't. Like, <laughs> it's just too funny. I can't. It's so good. One more quick topic I kind of want to talk to you about before yeah. I send you on your way. Oh, I I want your thoughts on Caroline Manzo's lawsuit in regards to everything that happened on her trip, Real Housewives of Ultimate Girls trip. Yeah. 
Have you, do you know anything about the lawsuit? And if you don't know anything about the lawsuit, do you think this is going to hinder us seeing the Morocco trip? I did read like whatever part of the transcript was posted because mm-hmm. I'm so curious. And I 100% do think it's going to impact that. I don't think we're ever going to get to see it, which is it's, so sad. It's so sad because I, all I want is lo- in life is to see Alex McCord back on TV. <laughs> like, we were so excited. We were so close. It was Alex McCord. Who else was even going to be on there? There was another one that uh, hasn't been seen in a while, I feel like. I uh, Eva. No, we saw Eva at Bluestone Manor. Oh, yeah, she was on the other at Bluestone Manor. Um, oh, it was Camille. Camille, yes, and yeah. then Caroline Manzo, Alex McCord, and then yes, and then Phaedra was on that one as well. And I and- agree. I don't think we're going to be seeing Morocco. I hope that since we won't be seeing Morocco that they will maybe hopefully take into consideration putting them on another casted girls trip. I was thinking that too. Like, I think that those ones minus Brandy and Manzo should go and add a couple to the mix there and see what we can do with it. Um, I, the whole thing is a huge bummer. I mean, based on what I read, like it seems like a whole mess that no one wants to get involved in and just, a really unfortunate situation for sure. Yeah, I can't like I can't get myself into like reading the law documents. So I saved that for yeah. the pros. <laughs> like I'll I'll watch like posts that like Talk of Shame does or to- yeah, the Bravo document is like my go to. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll let them do their work and I'll kind of just read the cliff notes and like see what's going on. Definitely. I'm I it. cliff noted that too. But I think and it was kind of weird the other day Camille posted some pictures from it. And I took that as that could mean one of two things. Like one, hey, it did happen. Still got excited. Like we're going to make it work. Or two, as in like, we know this show is never seeing the light of day. I might as well post the pictures. <laughs> I literally, and I, I don't, I just don't think it's going to happen. And it drives me so me insane. Neither. And I keep seeing now like TikToks coming out of people that were in Morocco during filming that caught the ladies like in the street. And I'm like, God, stop enough. I don't I don't stop. We've seen it. I don't want to be teased. I know. And it I'm curious. Brandy has been kind of like running her mouth on Twitter as usual about it. And I wonder when she's gonna have to like stop doing that to the point where it gets into like the actual case of it all. Like I even saw a video today, Bethany's talking about it. I'm like, ah Of course she (laughs) is. That woman talks about everything. Enough. <laughs> enough, enough. <laughs> it's too much. Oh my god! But Abby, I want to thank you so much for joining me this week. I really appreciate it. I had the best time talking all of this Bravo stuff with you. Me so too. you are welcome back anytime you would like. Let the people know where they can find you, what you're up to, all the things. Absolutely. I mean, I had so much fun. This was great. And I'm always talking about this stuff on my handles on Instagram at Abby Bonities on TikTok. I'm flowing away at Abs Bon. Um, And I'm just so excited to hopefully come back. We're all over the place at these events together and stuff. So more to come from this duo for sure. (laughs) Oh my God. I literally can't wait for the next Bravo event. I'm like looking forward to it. I can't. But thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys soon. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I 
had so much fun talking everything that happened this week. I cannot wait to see what happens in the week to come. Who's to say? You know, you never know what's going on in the Bravo universe. So make sure that you are liking, subscribing, following, rating, reviewing, you know, all the things. If you have a friend that is obsessed with Bravo, make sure you're sending them the link so they can come over and join the party with us. And I hope you guys have an amazing week to come. And I will talk to you next week. Love ya. Media Production.